0: Hi there and thanks for joining us. Our town takeover of y'all was so successful that we met so many businesses we had to have a second episode. So here is the Cork's Red FM town takeover of y'all part two.
1: Red Business, Cork's exclusive business podcast.
0: Every town of this size, of course, had a cinema, and it was always a very classy cinema, as was the tradition. But over time, cinemas evolved, and people's film-going habits evolved. But there is a fantastic cinema here in town where they're really bringing the old style back. It's the Regal, and the general manager is Scott Wilson, who's with me now. Scott, how are you? Very good, sir. Thank you. You are the best turned-out person, (laughs) without a doubt, who's come into me so far today. Thank you very much. This is the full uniform, is it? This this is
1: the uniform, yeah, for, for the manager. So yeah we, we uh, you know the, when you walk into the regal, you know it, it is deserving of a shirt and tie.
0: it is deserving of a shirt and tie. Yeah. Tell me about the cinema itself because it has a history.
1: yeah well, the cinema originally was built in 1936 it was the second cinema of the Hearst family the there was originally uh, two cinemas in town here uh, the Horgens uh, who were very famous photographers from Ireland uh, and, and quite revolutionized the the moving picture uh, and then the Hearst family and they had the one on either side of the road so uh, at that time, the cinemas were incredibly um, uh, Cin- the centre of the hub of the community. There was two
0: cinemas, one yeah, on either yeah, side.
1: Packed out, you know, lines down the road uh, for every matinee, every weekend. And it was, it was a social point. It was a, an exciting time for, the f- for cinema then. You know. Cinema
0: was not new, of course. It had been knocking around for a while. But presumably it would have been new enough to y'all. Then, mm, well, it? the
1: first cinema uh, for the, the Regal opened in 1914 uh, to 1935. That was the first incarnation in the, uh, the Hearst Pitcher palace and that cl- uh, unfortunately burnt down in 35. Uh, they subsequently built the regal in 36 and that's where it stands to this day until it closed down in 2010 during the recession, unfortunately, but then uh, it's, it's revamped, re- reimagined, and reopened uh, in July last year. And So we've been open almost a year now.
0: Very good. I, and you know, I hate seeing cinemas close. Mm-hmm. A- and and every small town in Ireland had a cinema. Now, it might not have been the biggest. It may only have had the one screen. But the point was, as you say, it was somewhere to go. It, it was a focal point for the local community. What did it mean to lose it in 2010?
1: Well, it's interesting that you know, my operations manager, Killian, is is a, a local lad. He's uh, he's from Yall, uh, so he's been through the, the the good times and the hard times. So he can tell you exactly what it meant to uh, to Yall to lose that. Um, it was it was I think it was almost a domino effect. You know, the industry left town. And then eventually, the last thing to go really was uh, combined with the introduction of digital over the film, which was ex- you know a bit more expensive. It was very hard for independent cinemas to to undertake with the digital revolution. So uh, when that went as well, it was very much a sign of the time for the town. You know, it was uh, it, w- it was tough for them, very tough.
0: Yeah, um, but you then decided, well, that's not very good, is it? So we need to. Not get me personally. I well yeah, I, but I wish but I could the take the credit s- for that w- one. S- but yeah. Somebody somewhere decided, well, we need to do something here, didn't we? Yeah. They? Well, the the owners now. Um, uh,
1: part partially have ties to the town and uh, the, the cinema is not what they do uh, they're, they're builders at heart and they, um, they have a few projects ongoing in town uh, most notably the the Loretta convent which is next to the water rally uh, which they're renovating into apartments which will be unbelievable.
0: So they like renovating things Oh then? Yeah, yeah yeah so
1: they, they'll, they'll buy things at auction and then, and then uh, such as the regal. Uh, or estates, and then they'll f- they'll finish them off, kind of thing.
0: Um, tell us about the cinema itself, because it's it's not your commoner garden omniplex experience. No, is it? no, not, not I mean at all. i mean, given no. the given how well you're dressed. I'm not <laughs> expecting it to be commoner garden. No, at all. It's,
1: it's it's. I mean, once w- when you do your research, um, you know it's amazing how we've came to accept uh, how badly our cinema experience is. If you think about it, you know, and I d- I, d- I hate to be disrespectful to our cinema, but just the experience itself is. You, you've, you've come to accept it, you go in there, you're bombarded by chocolate, uh, there's no appreciation for you going there, you sit down, you pay too much money for a movie, and then you leave and
0: nobody cares that you came. You, know, and this is you this just try to avoid this to the keep the that regal The Regal is floor. the absolute opposite okay, of that. Okay, so it's how, how is it different? I mean, it has a fantastic name, one would expect a Regal experience, but what's the difference? Well, we've been restored to this, this classic Art Deco style.
1: We, we have the, the, the old classic look. Once you go in there, you're transported back in time. Once you go in there, you'll, you'll feel it for yourself. Uh, but we've combined that with the latest technology. We've also uh, progressively become a bit more multifaceted. So we have a beautiful wine bar upstairs. Uh, oh, oh, stop the lights, you can <laughs> drink. Yeah. Oh wow, okay. So we have a great range of wines. We do soft drinks, teas and coffees. Uh, hot chocolates, etc. So you can go in there any time. It's a social area uh, before or after movie, or even if you're not even going to movie, you can go in there.
0: Hang on, uh, can and you relax. bring the drink with you to your seat? And you can take it into the cinema, yeah. Wow, yeah. okay. Yeah. Better quality popcorn? Oh, well, the popcorn's great. Yeah, know the popcorn's very good. And, and you see, now the, you're building it up to the point at which I'm really excited about going to see it. But at the same time, uh, do you only show the artsy, artsy movies or not, do you show not, not everything? Oh, see Avengers.
1: No, no. I mean, you we, we do that. I mean, obviously, we did the Avengers uh, Midnight Launch, which was incredible. But the, we, do, we do everything. We've done uh, everything from um, charity events, l- showing the, the local primary schools, uh, Christmas play uh for the autism department so they came in and watched that on the big screens which was incredible for the kids we do um pajama parties at christmas time and halloween kids come down in their pjs or easter pajama parties uh with balloon drops and everything and it
0: it, there there is more than one screen inside there isn't we there? have two screens yeah two
1: scre- we, uh, screen one is 139 capacity screen two is 60 capacity and we have a third screen what well we call it we fondly call it our third screen it's actually our events lounge which is a, a, a multi-use uh, uh, room for a sort of secondary can bar. It's used for birthday parties, baby showers, you name it. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: You, you, can, you can have your own little private cinema party inside Absolutely, there and yeah. show what you want. Now, c- can I ask you a question? Work away. Did you bring back the thing that I think is missing most in modern cinemas? And that would be? The double seats. The double seats, no. You not bring back the double. <laughs> no. There's an opportunity there. There's teenagers the length and breadth of the country give their left leg to have a double seat back in a cinema. I know, room.
1: but you know, I don't want to spend my whole night watching the cameras.
0: <laughs> Which is <flash-lock. laughs> Um Look, it's fantastic that you've done it and it has such a history as well. Was there a projectionist who? There was, yeah. Mikey was a, a local of the town. Mikey... Mikey
1: Roche uh, worked between the, w- again, said there was two cinemas on the street. And between the two cinemas, he worked on the street for over 70 years. Wow. Uh, at one point, he was the oldest living projectionist, I believe, in Europe. But um, he passed away, unfortunately. He closed the doors in 2010, the Regal, and passed away a few years later. So, unfortunately, he never got to see the reincarnation, which is a real shame because I think he'd be very proud of what we've done with the place.
0: And how have the people of y'all reacted to the cinema reopening wonderful. in this wonderful yeah, new style? I mean, you know. B- b-
1: Besides that before we reopened they had to go 30 kilometers one way or 35 kilometers the other way to Dungarvan and Middleton So now it's great for them to have it on their doorstep. We believe we're, we're very much part of the community now We do as much as we can for the community uh, like black and white screenings um, free, free events, you know, uh, but we're just so looking forward to reaching our first milestone and and celebrating with, with the town of Yall because they've supported us through the, w- the winter months, and now we're looking forward to a busy summer.
0: Well, Scott, you have respected the number one rule of Red Business by bringing something nice. So you brought the ice cream, so I really do appreciate that. Well turned out as well. You're Can I just welcome. thank you for that, and wish everybody in the We have the you guys tonight. Enough. We're hosting you
1: guys tonight. Oh, really? Yeah, the Red FM. So we've given tickets away to... Uh, I think they're on Dave Max drive. So they're going to take us away tonight to uh, Men in Black International at the 30s 30 tonight.
0: Very good. Well, by the time this goes out, that'll be a distant memory for everyone who went to But I'm sure it'll have been a fantastic affair. Yeah. Uh, the Regal Cinema's website is www.regalcinema.ie. And we also have an app, Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. Uh, Scott Wilson, absolute pleasure. Thank, Thank you so much. Give the double seats a thought. Will you give the teenagers <laughs> something to look forward to?
1: No worries. Red Business. All that's best about business in Cork.
0: One of the first things you see when you drive into y'all uh, is a fantastic hotel, the Walter Raleigh Hotel, which has a huge history and, by all accounts, a great future. With me now is Grace Murphy-Casey, who is the sales and marketing manager for the Walter Raleigh. Grace, how are you?
2: I'm very well, thank you. How are you?
0: I'm good. Tell me about the hotel. I mean, it is a real historic part of the town, isn't it?
2: It really, really is. And um, in fairness, um, as you said yourself, it is one of the first places you see as you as you come into into yall, and it is it's, it's absolutely breathtaking both outside and inside it. So, H-
0: how long has it been knocking around? I mean, it's been there a good few. It's years. It's been
2: there for years, absolutely for years, and people would remember it kind of the old style Walter Rally because it's been passed through so many hands. The current owners of the hotel, Nick and Grace ryan, and um, they've put so much work into the hotel it 's a totally different hotel
0: mm. and it is it is now marketed as a boutique hotel so to to someone uncultured and uncouth like myself what's a boutique hotel something fancy
2: um well, d- you know, as I say, the minute you walk in the door, you're just taken away by by the whole um d- you know setting of the hotel. Um, the way it's designed, um, as I said, Nick and Grace have put so much work into it, um, it's just it's just breathtaking.
0: So what is the main business of the hotel? I mean, rooms are obviously very important, and you are a tourist town, and definitely a growing tourist town, but w- what else uh, I- is there for you?
2: Well, our most popular one is definitely weddings. We, we've been thriving in weddings, especially the last two years. And um, We recently had um, a new general manager that took over, um, uh, Michael Brett, and um he's done tremendous work on the wedding front we've just launched our new wedding packages as well which would be our silver our gold and our platinum uh, wedding packages i oh, see now i'm um, intrigued
0: what is a platinum wedding <laughs> i mean i'm I thankfully i'm done and dusted so i don't have to care about this but for some poor fecker listening what is a platinum wedding and why would his bride to be wanted
2: now your platinum uh, wedding package um, is 70 euros per guest now that would include everything um, from your meal choice um, and then, of course, um, all the extras that are included as well um, in your wedding packages would would be like your arrivals, drinks, um, your setup of the room then as well, that's also included as well. Discounted rate for your wedding guests that stay at the hotel. And, um, yeah, all the little extras that we put in for you, that's all included in your package. Uh,
0: do people have very high expectations for weddings these days as well? Because, uh, you know, everybody will remember the good wedding and the hotel that looked after everybody, and there will always be the one who go, well, you know, wasn't those great? And I'm not saying the Walter Rally would ever be on that list, but you have high standards to achieve, don't you?
2: We, uh, exactly, and, of course, like this is um, a bride and groom's most important day, so they do want everything to go perfectly. And in fairness to us at the Walter Rally, we have a very good team which w- uh, is constantly working behind the scenes and advising the bride and groom as well along the way um, the best options for them and what it makes it an easy sailing for them on the run up to their wedding.
0: Now we've been talking o- on this special episode from y'all about how the town is really trying to reinvent itself as a tourist destination and that suits you guys down to the ground because you've got hotel rooms that you need to fill so mm. I- is there a sense that, that you are embarking on that journey and, and that you're going to build on the success that you've had today?
2: Absolutely. I mean, look, Yall is, it is picking itself back up and growing stronger and stronger every day. I mean, say we're at the start of the the summer season here now in Yall. And to kick it all off, we're starting off at Ironman. And it's only up and upwards we're going to be going from, from here you know so so such is great absolutely. and are you from
0: y'all are you originally i'm a not
2: i'm actually a city girl you're a city yes, girl and yes, and yes, and you I'm you have been
0: bought over by this
2: i have i have no like many many of your listeners they they come to y'all as kids you know and and to perks it's to it, a perks <laughs> absolutely absolutely perks and um, and you know it just takes your breath away when you come into the town and you know i absolutely love it, li- living down here and my two kids they love it and there's nowhere else they'd rather be. So, so yeah. Right,
0: look, we wish you and everybody uh, in the Walter Rally the best of success for the weddings and the lunches and the rooms and everything else. The Red FM crowd there stayed last night. I hope they didn't make too much of a Not mess Not at now. all.
2: They were an absolute pleasure. Most of those stains, of those stains
0: <laughs> will come out with a good wash. Grace, it's been a pleasure. Grace Murphy-Casey uh, from the Walter Rally Hotel. Uh, the website for anyone who wants to look it up is? Um,
2: WalterRallyHotel.com
0: Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Grace, thank you so much for
2: joining us. Perfect. Thank you.
0: The
1: only show in town for Cork Business. Red
0: y'all has many different types of retail outlets but my next guest opened her shop about three years ago and has become one of the leading lights in fashion not just in the town but in the east cork area kerry long from kerry's closet how are you oh
3: good geez that was a nice introduction i love that oh my god God. really talking me up
0: it was nice yeah um kerry tell me a little bit about the store what do you do yeah
3: so my store is kerry's closet um it's a ladies' fashion boutique. I sell a bit of everything, accessories, scarves, handbags, belts, jewellery, you name it. I'm just there on the main street. So you're just up
0: from where we are now yeah, in I'm just, Yeah, I'm just
3: a, a small bit down from Clock Gate. Okay, so um, why did you set the business up three years ago? What did you do up to that point? What did I do? I was uh, travelling. I was travelling for a good few years and I got into the fashion industry in Australia. So then I came home and uh, I just said, do you know what, I'll just open up my own boutique, why not? See that's how kind it goes.
0: Of that, that's a kind of a stressful thing to do at the best of times. Do
3: you know what, I kind of, uh, I was very naive starting, yeah, big time, <laughs> I was so naive. Oh my God, I thought it would be just a walk in the park. Oh my God, boy, was I wrong. Uh, but No, come here, it has a, its advantages and disadvantages, just like any other business. But yeah, it can get very stressful. So what were the stress points when you were setting up? Well, when I was at uh, stress point, I suppose, you know, um, business, I suppose, being busy, like, you see, I'm a one-man show, so I wear comp- loads of different hats, you know? So, like, I mean, like, we'll say ordering stock, like, being open if, like, I'm sick or trying to get cover for the shop, you know, bills. Yeah, bills are a killer. Yeah, bills, you know what I mean? So Tax man. Taxman, your rates your electricity oh my god the list goes on
0: uh, when you when you were not a business person yeah. you probably were pretty immune to all of that you didn't realize that all that had to go into it was it was it a terrible shock i mean I, i've had this experience myself yeah. setting up my own business you know you don't realize all the different bits and pieces that need to be done yeah never mind what you're actually supposed to be doing with your business
3: yeah do you know what there are some hidden costs aren't there there are some hidden costs um yeah there are. But you know what's saying that I love it like. Yeah, ladies' yeah. fashion
0: that would not be my thing. So really? what? what yeah, can, <laughs> you can tell. Uh, so what? Uh, what do you sell?
3: What do I sell? Okay, I sell ladies' ladies' clothing, and you see, do you know what I try to do? I try to cater for all ages and all sizes. So I do like from sizes eight to twenty, and I try to cater for all ages. So I do uh, plus sizes as well. Um, I also do jewellery. That's for every age. Like people ask me, what's my like? Who's my target? Like, everybody is my target, because I think, like, you know, if I try and bring in, like, some clothing for, like, the older ladies, they're nearly looking at me as if to say, are you for real? And they're picking out something that the 18-year-olds would wear. Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. Well, you see, you can't
0: pigeonhole people, can you? You never know when they come through the door what they're going to like.
3: No, exactly. So that's, I suppose, that's another thing that's hard as well, you know, in, like, retail, trying to, like, um, get into, like, the mindset maybe of a 70-year-old what they'd wear but the 70 year old wants to be wearing what the 20 year olds wear these days Is it all
0: about listening to your customers though? It doesn't yeah. really matter uh, what, what perception you have coming through the door going through their mind is something completely different
3: mm. Yeah that is tough big time yeah get to know your customers yeah I I learn that every day That I think that's an ongoing process you know I don't think you can ever stop learning about what your customer wants or needs, you know.
0: What I find fascinating about your business Mm. is that Ladies' Fashions, uh, you're up against all the big players in the world, you're you're up against the Asos's and and the Pennies and uh, and all the high-end retailers that are out there. Yet. It is an industry where people can actually have successful small businesses because all around, and East Cork is known for this, like, you know, Middleton has another kind of a a series of shops like Mm. Kerry's Closet, and they all seem to manage to survive with the word of mouth, with the credibility that that they bring. You know, she'll sort you out for the wedding or she'll get you something Mm. for that. Why why is that, do you think? Why is it that, that you have these traditionally female-led entrepreneurships uh, in businesses like that, uh, particularly down this part of the world?
3: Well, do you know what? I can't speak for anybody else, but I think with me, um, well, number one, I have an online website. So I have kerriescloset.com. Ah, you see. You know, okay. and I'm very busy with shipping to America. Yeah, big So time. how do the
0: Americans find out about Kerry's Closet and all the lovely well, things you have? It's
3: through social media. And then I'm constantly, like, you know, promoting com. So, like... um. I've had a lot of orders go to Vegas, um, South Africa, England. Yeah, so I'm busy with my website as well. So I think I'm busy. I'm lucky that way. But I think social media is the only way to go like these days. If I was to to depend on football, I don't think it would work as good, you know. And also as well, like say what I also do as well, say if a customer is looking for something in particular, like they're looking for a red dress to their knee, no sleeves, I'll go away and I'll source that for them. Okay. So, Some, if someone is looking for something particular for a wedding or whatever, I'll go away and source that as well. So, I think I'm busy. I'm, I'm busy that way as well, you know. And how do you
0: how do you manage to source that then? Is there is there a way in which oh, well you can do I, it? I, well mean I mean, like I mean God bless us all. We're all a little bit slow when it comes to finding things.
3: But yeah, I suppose, like I mean, I get onto my wholesale. I have different type of wholesalers and all that, you know. And I just go through everything would find to come. Yeah. Okay. You know? So,
0: look, give us the website again if people want to find out yeah, more about Kerry's you. Yeah, it's kerryscloset.com. Kerry's com. K e r r y. Exactly. K-L-O-S-E-T dot exactly. com. Uh, you're up the street from us here on Main Street. 92 Main Street, Main street yeah. Okay, and uh, what's the future got for
3: you? Oh my God, uh, could be plenty more of Kerry's Closets.
0: Okay, Kerry Long from Kerry's Closet. Thank you so much for joining us here Thanks, on Jacqueline. the All Town Takeover. And we wish you the very best of luck.
3: Thank you. Cheers.
0: My thanks again to all of our guests and everyone who made us feel so welcome in y'all for the Town Takeover. All episodes are up on redextra.ie, along with the very best of content from Cork's Red FM. Neil Hennessy produced, and we'll catch you on the next one.
1: The only show in town for Cork Business. Red Business.